Welcome to Week in Review. Week in Review is an hour news magazine that looks at events happening on the UW Oshkosh campus, the city of Oshkosh, the greater Winnebago area, the latest weather forecast from the National Weather Service, along with state and national news. Week in Review can be heard every Friday from 5 until 6 on 90.3 WRSTFM Oshkosh. Week in Review begins now with the latest from Feature Story News. Good evening. This is Week in Review on WRST and WRST.org. It is Friday, December 3rd and 5.06. I'm News Director Chandler Brindley. Our feature story for this week, the University of Wisconsin Oshkosh has announced the recipients of scholarships as a result of the UW System 70 for 70 and UW Oshkosh Vaxup Titans COVID-19 vaccination programs. Dylan Herring reports. Several UWO students will receive a $7,000 scholarship through the 70 for 70 UW System program. They are Senior Sydney Drager from Wausau, Senior Kathleen Fisher from Jackson, Freshman Patrick Lamp from Watertown, Freshman Dylan Rubel from Brilliant, Senior Joe Stats from Green Bay, Junior Carissa Sundholm from Muskego, and Sophomore Elizabeth Teske from Wausau. Ten UWO students will receive a $1,000 scholarship through the university's Vex Up Titans program. Among the winners are Senior Michaela Byington from Shellsburg, Senior Joseph Siffy Hafalios from Waukesha, Senior Billy Sincere from Greendale, Sophomore Sam Smith from Amro, and Freshman Haley Stefanek from Rhinelander. The five other recipients have been notified, have accepted their awards, and elected not to be announced. The sentiment from many of the winners when asked why they got vaccinated was because it was the right thing to do. Reporting for Weekend Review, I'm Dylan Herring. UW Oshkosh alumni have gone on to do a lot of things, but some of them come back and work for the University of Wisconsin Oshkosh. The university recently celebrated these individuals. Here's Bryce Kalaki. Titans times two is the term given to UW Oshkosh employees who have graduated from UW Oshkosh and now work for the university on any of the three campuses. UW Oshkosh Today recently reported on the Titans times two breakfast. The UW Oshkosh Alumni Relations Office put on its yearly breakfast for these special employees on the 18th of November. This event is to celebrate UWO alumni employees, of which more than 500 work within the UW Oshkosh community. Some of these employees are just as celebratory of the university. When asked what he was thankful for at UW Oshkosh, Captain Chris Tarman, who graduated in the class of 2014, said, The ability to give back to a community that gave me some great experiences, education, and relationships. Many other alumni employees felt the same way, expressing gratitude to the community and education received at UW Oshkosh. For Week in Review, I'm Bryce Kalaki. The University of Wisconsin Oshkosh partnered with Wisconsin Voices for Recovery to install overdose kits. Dylan Eckert has more. UWO has become one of the first college campuses in Wisconsin to install naloxone in its residence halls. Naloxone is a medication that helps reverse the effects of an opioid overdose. According to Natalie Johnson of UWO Today, through a partnership with UW-Madison's Wisconsin Voices for Recovery and the Winnebago County Health Department, the UW-Oshkosh effort involves installing naloxone rescue boxes in the lobbies of all 10 residence halls on the Oshkosh campus. UWO Police Chief Kurt Liebold said that the kits are being equipped as a preventative measure and that UWO police officers and student CSOs have been trained to administer naloxone. The Wisconsin Department of Health Services reported 1,226 opioid overdose deaths in 2020 across the state, a 34% increase from 2019. 
Winnebago County had 37 opioid overdose deaths in 2020, an 85% increase from 2019. These overdose kits will be placed near AEDs, automated external defibrillators, and stop-the-bleed kits, consisting of a naloxone nasal spray. Naloxone is an FDA-approved medication that assists in reversing an opioid overdose from heroin, fentanyl, oxycodone, and morphine. Naloxone does not cause harm if administered as a precaution to someone who turns out not to be overdosing. For WRST News, I'm Dylan Eckhart. Thank you, Dylan. The Green Bay Packers' first stock sale in 10 years has brought in more than $41 million in the first eight days. Emma Getz has more. According to Fox 11 News, the Green Bay Packers announced that they are having their sixth stock sale in Packers history. The last one was in 2011. So far, the Packers have sold more than 138,000 shares of stock in the last eight-plus days of the offer. The shares are being sold at $300 apiece, and there are still more than half of the 300,000 shares being offered still available. The money from the purchased stocks will be used towards renovations on Lambeau Field, including new video boards. The last boards were installed in 2012. The stock sale is set to run until February 25th, unless all the shares are sold before that. Check out PackersStock.com to learn more and purchase a stock or call 1-833-696-7225 if you do not have access to the internet. Be a shareholder of the Packers today. Reporting for Week in Review, I'm Emma Getz. As of November 19th, Marcus Theaters is now offering vaccination-required shows at a select number of locations. Dominic Lee reports. As COVID-19 is picking back up, so are the restrictions in Marcus Theaters. Marcus will choose movies every two weeks to offer two daily screenings, one in the afternoon and one in the evening, where proof of vaccination is required at their chosen theater. Greg Marcus, CEO of Marcus Corporation, stated, We hear from people, so there's a segment of the population who isn't comfortable going back to theaters yet. However, Marcus doesn't want to predict which movies will require a vaccine showing, but he does say that older people and families are the people who are more vulnerable and less comfortable returning to the theaters. So that's the main target audience. In other words, movies that appeal to older audiences will require a vaccine. Marcus also states, we can create different experiences to accommodate different groups of people. Everybody deserves a two-hour vacation. How the process works is that you must show proof of full vaccination by showing either a vaccination card or a photo as well as a photo ID. On the Marcus website and app, the vaccination required showings will be listed by the title followed by Vax Required. Marcus Theaters will continue to require employees to wear masks regardless of vaccination status and highly recommend guests to wear them too. Reporting for Week in Review, I'm Dominic Lee. As first reported by UW Oshkosh Today, UW Oshkosh has named Aaron Grisham, former Vice President for Student Affairs at Northern Arizona University, the next Vice Chancellor beginning her duties on January 3rd. Grisham spent 20 years at Northern Arizona University increasing leadership and responsibility and also creating a community of care. Grisham aimed to help students with low retention rates develop programs that assisted transfer, online, commuter, and underrepresented students, as well as establishing the Office of Inclusion, Multicultural, and LGBTQIA Student Services. Grisham is impressed with UWO's inclusive campus environment and intends to maintain and advance the student experience, ensuring access and support to all students. As UWL celebrates its 150th year and looks to the future, 
I feel honored and blessed to have the opportunity to join the UWO family, she said. I look forward to serving this institution and community to the very best of my ability. As first reported by WBAY-TV, Santa Claus joined the Oshkosh Fire Department Tuesday night collecting toys and food for the Salvation Army on the city's south side. Sirens roared and lights flashed as the tradition that began almost a quarter century ago, according to officials, lives on in an attempt to get people out of their homes and into the Christmas spirit of giving. Last year's event helped 700 families as well as 2,000 children. The event is viewed as an opportunity for members in the Oshkosh community to give back through donation to the Salvation Army. Nikki Valdez, a community member in Oshkosh, said, We just look forward to giving back to the community and just kind of teaching the kids all about it. The Oshkosh Fire Department will continue to parade around Oshkosh neighborhoods, taking toy and food donations for the Salvation Army. You can also drop off items if you so wish at the six fire stations in Oshkosh until December 12th. As first mentioned on UW Oshkosh today, after 15 seasons, UWO head football coach Pat Cerrone will retire. After bringing to life a program by winning more games, conference titles, and postseason appearances than any other football coach in UWO history, the sixth head football coach in program history announced retirement Monday. Cerrone took over the Titan football program in 2007, replacing Phil Mayer with Cerrone having the most wins in UWO football history, as well as being seventh best among all WIAC head coaches. I want to thank the University of Wisconsin Oshkosh administration for giving me the opportunity to be the school's head football coach for the past 15 years, Cerrone said. It has been an absolute honor to work here and represent this university. Cerrone will end his tenure leading the Titans with a total record of 109 wins and 45 losses. Thank you for listening to this week's edition of Week in Review. We'll hope you'll join us next Friday from 5 to 6 for another edition of the show on 90.3 WRST-FM Oshkosh.